0: <laughs> we got several I'll go ahead and just kind of say who all we have in here. We have several like alumni in here and as well as a current wrestler. We have Diego Ortiz who was a uh, state qualifier for us here for the Owls, graduated in 2021, correct? Two, two, two. Rylan also 22 as well. Ryland hit two-time state champion, three-time state placer for us. Uh, Tyler Johnson, who graduated in twenty one, yeah. correct. All right. See, I'm getting old. I've got to keep all this. <laughs> Tyler, you were a three time state qualifier for yeah. us, correct? And then uh, Michael Williams, who graduated in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Look at that, two thousand nineteen. And Michael was also a three time state qualifier for us as well. And then uh, our youngster setting ends, Braxton and Tuna, is freshman wrestling for us. So that's everybody here. Uh, And it's cool just to have a whole podcast with some alumni, and we're right in the middle of Christmas break practices where wrestling's one of those cool sports where you get the chance, like, I know Tyler took off work all week just to come and practice with us, and Diego's here, Ryland's here, Michael's here. A lot of people, like, make sacrifices in their schedule, or they're just here on some sort of break, and they find their way to the wrestling room to not only work out and see buddies, but to give back a little bit, and uh, that's cool to bring the whole podcast together, and... Braxton, setting in here as a young person, just I wanted to just get your feel right off the bat. You and Diego, I saw y'all scrapping yesterday, and Diego getting the best of you. You took it personal, got the best of Diego a little bit today. Talk about being able to have alumni back in here, Braxton, and how it's cool to have that.
1: Uh, it's pretty cool that he can push me, and like he, you know, we can brawl it out and stuff like that. So you were a
0: seventh grader, probably when Diego was a senior. Yeah. So you just were introduced to him there, and then now that he gets to come back and work, uh, I don't know, I think that's a good dynamic as a team. Yeah. Right, Diego?
2: I think I think it's great because, like, I'm a little bigger now, so it gives him a chance of, like, I'm a, more of a man, so I, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I can try and use the my man, strength. Uh, I, I, he learns how to not tie up, have to shoot in space, and that's what he did today. That's what, that's what got me. I was like, you're just too quick. Yeah.
0: Exactly. A little old. That's good, man. That's good, and, like, when, when you talk about alumni that come back and help out, like, and, and want to be involved still, like, you can't come back with any type of ego or, like, I'm going to come in here and just beat the crap out of these kids, like... Maybe that's an attitude like I took a little bit when I first started with some kids to like set the tone and stuff. But like you guys are coming back and not like, number one, we're good. We have good kids in here. And then number two, like y'all are just trying to get kids better because you want to see the program be successful as well. And like, man, as coaches, we're so appreciative as that. Like, Tyler, you want to talk about being able to come back and help out and
3: just be involved? I really want to help out with the younger people with uh, the nutrition and the weight because I never did it right at all. And I see other ones doing it wrong. And it low-key, it makes me feel weird because they was looking at me doing it the wrong way. And that's why they're doing it the wrong way. So I try to come back and help people with the moving, too. Because they don't move. I've seen a lot of stagnant feet on the mat today. They just
0: stand in front of each other. Bryce is the only one that moves. That's That's a great point, man. And I'm glad that, like, you can see that. And, like hopefully you can see like, yeah, I might not have did this wrong, but here we go. Here's my chance to correct it and pour back into the younger generation and talk to them about mistakes. And like a lot of people at your age are not mature enough to like realize that they don't realize that till later in life, you know, and they're like, crap, I wish I'd have done this and that. But like immediately you're getting back and making an impact. I think that's tremendous for like, not just the youth, but like your community, you're involved in this Elgin community. You're a, a good member and like, I don't know, we're, we're grateful for that. Michael, you going to talk a little bit about coming back?
4: Yeah, I mean, I come back whenever I can, and it's not one thing I pick on, it's just like, I'll either try to get people to make mistakes and I'll catch them on that, or I'll adjust my wrestling style to like, if it's a bigger guy or a slower guy, I'll wrestle with bigger guys and I'll move quickly, so that way the big guys have experience with quicker guys like that. And then like the smaller guys will wrestle them so they have experience with like strengths. So that way they can get a full repertoire of like who they might have in front of them on the mat. Because you have different posts that are very specialized in being quick or very specialized in being strong. And you got to be able to match that person, and know what works against them. So that's what I like to do. That's why I always think you
0: would make a great coach, Michael. Is just like because you're able to a, a good coach. I think adapts to kids. You know, you adapt and you work with their strengths and their weaknesses. And yeah, you could go out and bully a kid. But, like, I had a situation today, Abby, who was 190 pounds, wrestling 130-pound girl, and she wasn't really doing anything. I was like, hey, wrestler, like a little person. Be quick, you know, work on your speed and agility compared to just going out and bully those big kids. And uh, all of our kids in this room are starting to kind of figure that out, you know, where, like, I can come in here and just athletically dominate somebody, but where can I get better in these positions, you know?
5: Yeah, even with the little kids, like uh, Kel today, he was wrestling Maddox, you know, he has 20 pounds on Maddox, so he was just trying to, you know, rough him up, head wrestle, because he knew he had weight on him, Um, but I tried to explain to him, I was like, and here's where you want to work on the stuff you're not good at, he's not good at shooting, right, so you need to work on shooting for him, and the same thing with Maddox, you know, it was like, look, he's a big, strong dude, you know, let's work on them outside shots, and sure enough, that's what they both did, and they both took it to heart and started getting better, so...
0: Yeah, that's what you want to see is just be able to correct kids like that. And, I don't know, I'm real hard. I'm not hard, but I'm just, like, big on my kid right now and developing a different shot, you know, and being able to get to the outside of people. And, like, kids were receptive at that the past few days. And uh, that's good to see. And our alumni is coming back in and pushing that agenda. Uh, I don't know. Just I think it's a good good culture to be involved in right now. Um, what? How
5: did you all get in the wrestling? Diego?
0: Mine was – best friends
2: that are, like, doing wrestling and coach. I was like,
5: yeah, you'd be good. He's
0: like, you're a linebacker. Yeah, you'd be good. We need somebody at your we need, weight. Yeah. Had him on the bus as a little fat seventh grader, and just be honest. Like, he was very, like, just cool unathletic coach. looking. But, like, I know you could look at a kid and be like, oh, you don't play basketball, bro. <laughs> and, uh, I
1: don't
0: know. Just come. And it was good. And it was seventh grade on. Diego, to be, like, a state qualifier in our program, like, Dude, he's a solid one for us. Not only that, like, went to Fargo, was a member of Team Oklahoma. Like, you were an accomplished wrestler for just starting in seventh grade.
6: Rylan. Since I was little with Coach Osborne in that <laughs> tiny little gym over there in the, the girls' locker room of the field house now. Yep, started like four years old.
0: Dad just brought us to practice and then never quit going. And it's kind of one of those things, probably, with you growing up, like, It wasn't like a pushed agenda. It was just getting you there when when you could, right? And then just being supportive. Yeah, just having a blast all the time.
6: I remember the little little league tournaments we used
5: to have. I still got the little medals Coach, Coach Osborne gave us. This year at the summer tournament, right? You won it. And I'm passing out the medals. and like, you really want to take a picture on that stand. At, the, at first, I didn't get it, right? But then you told me, you said your first tournament you won, you got to take a picture on that stand. So now here you are. That same stand. You know, as an adult, taking a picture on that same stand. I, I was, that was excited cool. to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: that's awesome, man. And just like to give people the opportunity to come back and and do stuff like that. I'm grateful for Coach Oz and your dad Ryland, for kind of laying that foundation with that beginner tournament and like they always push me every year just to stay involved with that and now my kids have been through it and i don't know it's a really good thing and now it 21 years of life, you come back and still 21. see it. 20, 21. 20? 19. 19? You're young, man. Why are you so young? <laughs> <laughs> you so young? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: he was like going to like, what was it, JOC? He was still like a sophomore? be a yeah. senior
0: in high school right now. So. <laughs> 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 I'd still be wrestling in high school. Yeah, that's but uh, just in, in your life experience, you know, to come back and see all that, that's really cool. And uh, I like just, the, the new tournament
6: you, you made with the summer tournament. Really enjoyed going to that. Uh, yeah. On the field yeah. was nice, yeah. Nice to come
0: back and also see all the little dudes wrestling. Yeah, Matt. That's cool Coach because everybody's sitting at this table, all of us, uh Coach Bean included, yeah. have wrestled in that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like that's awesome. Everybody, Braxton, you wrestled in it. Braxton, like as a seventh grader, we was wrestling him against Hunter, like in it and stuff. Like that was yeah. cool. That
5: was your first year here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Braxton, you've always been a youngster that we Just throwing it in there with the older kids, like always, right? Talk about that.
1: Man, it really helped me, like, grow up and stuff like that because it it was, like, done playing around during wrestling practice. It was done doing all that goofy stuff during wrestling practice. You really had to lock in and focus in on wrestling. Because exactly. if not, you get beat up, right?
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, throw away. That's yeah, we'll <laughs>
5: something we talked about a little bit on the last podcast. We talked about, you know, Dax is kind of in that age right now as a seventh grader. Mm-hmm. He's in the same age right now, same phase in his wrestling career. I don't know, it means a lot, man. It means a lot to him.
0: It's cool right? just to see the progression. You always have, like, certain kids that, like, you see in sixth and seventh grade, and you're like, all right, man, we're putting them with the high school. We're throwing them in this group and that group. They're capable of competing with these kids, you know. And uh, Braxton was just one of them, you know, in seventh grade, started throwing him in there with state placers in high school, you know, and he's scrapping with them, wrestling them into overtime, beating some of them and just being, being solid dude. Tyler, talk about how you got into wrestling.
3: How I got into wrestling? I thought it was WWE at first
1: (laughs) (laughs) until
3: I came in and then it wasn't, but I liked it because it was harder work than football. And I like sports that are hard work because if you don't put in hard work, you'll never be good at the sport. That's the only reason I started. I uh, thought it would just be fun and I'd get to elbow people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never got to do it, though. Probably that's Coach a- Jackson caught you on the football field. Oh, yeah. He got you in. Yeah, that's yeah. how. Well, I'd be there in the little bitty field house with Coach Oz. because my first year.
0: Coach Oz. And then growing up, Coach Jackson, I'm sure, yeah. coached you a lot. And everybody you, else. Coach
3: Jackson and Coach Oz are the only three coaches I've ever had.
0: Awesome. Michael, how'd you get involved in wrestling?
4: Yeah, my dad brought me up. Uh, when I was in kindergarten, same thing with Coach Oz. Goes at uh, small wrestling room every uh, like once a week for like two months. I think is how I we went, and then we did like that uh, term at the end of the year with uh, Elgin, and that's how I went starting in kindergarten. Just stayed. And
0: Michael, you uh, as a sophomore, Michael was my first ever state qualifier. Yeah. My first ever state qualifier.
4: Yeah. That's,
0: yeah. Yep, it's the first one that we wrestled. I had a kid, a Peter snuck into the finals I think that year, a, a Butler might have did ahead of you and had qualified, but like you're the first kid that battled back through the backside and qualified, it was, it was a cool experience and like you had Coach Oz throughout middle school and throughout high school and then just uh, to be able to transition into in, me I think was was a really good, I don't know, it was it was a comfortable move and uh, we were able to just kind of explode everything here. For the alumni, what's something y'all noticed like coming back now, like different?
6: Mm-hmm. Almost the
0: same environment. Okay. I think they just want to win
2: more. More. Yeah, people. the
6: drive to win is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, whenever we wrestled, we had some, you know, stragglers. they were just kind of floating, right? You know, they were just here to be here. But it feels like the room is just full of everyone wants to be here. Yeah,
3: And yeah. a lot more
6: athletes. Even because so. I said
5: it, man. Like today, this morning, I counted the wrestlers. We had seventy-five wrestlers in there. Yes, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> on a christmas break practice dog 75 or something. Hope, we were hoping to get i think to the morning. most we've had was like what 45
0: yeah it was smaller you know and uh i think we always knew kind of with y'all's group and stuff like how competitive we could be we just could never put all the pieces together because Ryland said it, it right on the head like, we had people that were just in here to be in here and now we have people that are dying to make the team right braxton like yes, i mean we're, we're really competitive within our team people are having to figure weights out people are having to rank for certain weights and uh the competition for that just kind of is what I think elevated the drive to win in here, especially. And just a lot of that was catching kids like Diego in seventh grade and saying, hey, you should come wrestle. Like, you shouldn't stay in off-season football and not do anything and not compete. And uh, it turned out well for us. And winning dual state champions, they won it again. So they're going to keep putting in work? Yeah. yeah, you get a taste of it, you know, and, like, I said at the very end of practice, like, it's expected now around here, I feel like, already, and uh, even after just one successful season. But, like, I'm not going to lie. I expected to hang one of those within the first five years. Like, that was my goal, you know, and it took seven. So that's fine. Like, you adapt, you adapt, adjust, overcome, and uh, now we just keep trying to put more up there, you know. And that'll be a byproduct of starting something that Coach Oz said, and I said it today, is, like, we have what it takes to be great in here great like not just state champions we want to elevate above that state championship status we want to be great wrestlers great people great humans great members of the community like all of you kids are right here you're still kids to me you're still my kids like but like y'all are great successful humans you have jobs or you're in school or you're in the military and you're just like providing well we have what it takes to be great i hope that sticks with everybody you know i like the quote somebody put up over
6: there in front of the water fountain It's like, once you, do wrestling, in- once you do wrestling, everything
0: else in life is easy. That's Dan Gable. That's yeah. the, the, the coach of all coaches right there. And uh, Dan Gable, the most winning coach of all time. Number two behind him was my college coach, you know, uh, David James. And uh, But Dan Gable said it best, like, yeah. When you get through a wrestling practice, like, this morning was tough. The past two days have been pretty tough. Like, all right, what, what's the rest of the day really going to throw at me that I can't get done? that can't find a way to get better, you know.
5: Yeah, it's cool, too, because, I mean, we've got some young kids in here, too, that are in here fighting it out. So, I mean, it's going to continue to get better for them. It's going to get easier for them, you know, as they get older, you know what I mean? So I'm sure the practice is going to get harder, too, right? Yeah, like,
0: my kid's a second grader in here, and he's figuring out what it's like right now. Like, this is the first year he can really, like – He came to all the thanksgiving practices he's coming to all the christmas practices he realizes like this is what i'm going to be doing you know and this is my break and i might as well start now in second grade instead of in middle school when most kids get in here you know and that's just that is like one of the good luxuries like coaches can either look at it as a curse or a blessing to have a big room like that but i love being able to coach all the way from my second grade son to seniors to grown men in here you know I can't wait till I get to see him come challenge you. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: oh, it's going to be a glorious day. Uh, yeah, not for him. I some throws in there, man. You know when they think they're big enough? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he talks to me in game right now. But, <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I think it's cool just because I see all y'all guys, I can best back into him. Like, hey, dude, this, that. Y'all seen him since he was in diapers running around up here. So, like. You guys get to see that, how I get to see y'all grow up a little bit, and that's super
5: cool, man. This questions for Braxton. You know, being a freshman this year, your goals are going to change a little bit, right? So when you was younger, your goal was like national tournament, stuff like that, junior high state. Yeah. Now being a freshman, the ultimate goal right now is state championship, right? Yes, sir. How does that change your practice mentality?
1: You just got to focus on the things that you aren't good at. You just got to um – that's really, like, one of my my big goals right now is the win state championship. Yeah, I just got to focus on how to get better on my feet and, like, on top and don't get rode out and stuff like that and get a tougher mindset, honestly.
0: That's – I mean, hit the nail right on the head. Braxton's, like, super talented, but if we can make your mind unbreakable, you'll win state championship. But, like, that's – I want, like, all. we have several freshmen. We had a freshman win it last year. And, like, kids are kind of, like, feeling that heat as freshmen. Man, I need to come in and win it. Like, I love those lofty goals. But if there's bumps in the road or if there's a setback, like, man, just fight through those and know, like, you're on the development plan. Like, winning four state championships is awesome. There's only been 50 people ever do it. But, like, man, if I make you into – Or if you develop into the best wrestler, you can possibly be and go be successful in college and have a successful career. Like, that's what we're really trying to work for, you know? So, like, I want our freshmen to have big lofty goals, but know, like, man, if you don't win a state championship as a freshman, do the next best thing you can to contribute to this team and contribute to your goal and do things like that, you know? And I'll support you along the way, and I believe in your dreams to be a state championship as a freshman. I saw a kid do it last year, you know? See, kids do it a lot. You see kids do it a lot and then not win it again, too, you know, because, like, that freshman weight, you can get in at a low weight or at different weights, and, like, competition changes. People bump into different classes. Your weight fluctuates, you know.
5: Lots of stuff like that happening right now in wrestling world. Probably easier to get lackadaisic, too, if you're coming off a state championship, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm a state champion. What I need to work on?
0: Contentment, you know, and that's we push Ritson to do that all the time in here. He's our returning state champion. Symphony's a returning state champion. I mean, I was wrestling his butt today. Ryland's in there pounding Mm -hmm. him today, and he's receptive to that. You know, he's out here competing with us because he knows what's at stake, you know, and Symphony knows what's at stake. And Hunter knows what's at stake being in the state finals. Like, them kids are out here leaving it all on the line in the practice because they don't want that feeling of defeat or I didn't put in all I need to, you know? Yeah, we was talking
5: about hunting and foraging earlier. There's definitely no easy meals in here now, man, 100%. Mm-hmm. Richard was going hard. <laughs> yeah. He remind me of Isaiah, how Isaiah wrestled. Stand straight up, get
6: it
2: tired real fast. No, but just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nah, no, he's really tricky with his explosiveness. Yeah. Cause he'll lull you to sleep, and, kinda, yeah. and little 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 teasing, and then he just blasts through you. I used to, I had him took him down me down today, of and, and then I kind of relaxed for a second. He kicked me over, you know, <laughs> like, freaking thirty pounds bigger than me, and I just kind of relaxed for a second. And there he is, you know, just he picked me up off the ground. I was like, man, <laughs> yeah, he's a big, explosive dude, man, and uh, just. I'm proud of our kids for coming in here. Like, one of the things I really thought that was instrumental to our state championship last year was, like, during Christmas practice, we just locked in and worked in here last year. You know, we got after it. And I said at the end of the week or the two-week like span, I was like, we got really better over Christmas break. And, like, two days in, I feel like we've gotten really better already, you know, and kids are – gonna come up on day three tomorrow legs are hurting we've been running stairs we've been killing some kids in like two-a-day action to go in with our youth program and stuff so like day three tomorrow we're really we'll see what people are made out of and when they're walking in here funny
5: so we talked about how y'all got into wrestling what's some advice you would give new parents when their kids are wrestling don't go too hard Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of parents overdo it and make the kid not like it yeah Yeah. you get them burned out real quick very fast
1: Mm
5: -hmm. i think that goes into a lot too like i've seen parents that really ain't too hard on the kid, but that'd be Matt's side yelling at a ref the whole time, you know what I mean? Then the the kid thinks, well, I got cheated, you know what I mean? Then the the kid grows up arguing with
0: ref. That's the worst thing you can teach a kid, man. And just like – and as a dad myself, like I've seen my kid get screwed in the corner, you know, and I've kept my mouth shut. Derek has watched it. He's watched me sit there and eat it, you know, just because I don't want to – my wife has asked me before, why didn't you go argue that and stuff? And I said, I don't want to teach him that. I don't want to teach him – Anything and sometimes like he'll see my expression and if he sees I'm upset with the ref then he starts melting down a little bit you know and that's just like you've got to learn like teach your kid at a young age how things are going to happen especially at these youth tournaments and they're a six by six square mat like you're not going to get all the calls that you want and I don't know if you can just teach them at a young age I told the kids last night none of you are going to JLC to try to win an Olympic medal you know if you don't win JLC or don't win a match or don't place at JLC more days are going to come we're going to be all right. I think how my dad it did
6: it, whenever I didn't want to go to, like, 2 days he would go, well, you got a co Coach trial. and tell him you're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> not really forcing me to come, but making me make the decision to come and call you and tell you like a man that I wasn't going to get to Holding you accountable. Yeah. Accountability yeah.
0: as a parent. That's, that's number one best thing, man. And not going to uh, drag me screaming. He's just going to make me accountable. I'm Thank thankful for that. I'm thankful for parents like that, and I hope they know. it. Like, on my end, I'll always hold up that deal. And as a coach, like – if you just hold up your deal and make your kid accountable you know and uh you'll learn that way or you'll learn the hard way you know and the hard way sucks like i don't want kids coming back and be like i wish i did this i wish you were harder on me coach rowell i think everybody here knows like i was pretty hard on y'all and tried to push you to the limits that you needed to be and every kid's different with that like you can't step on every kid's neck yeah
2: i think yeah. my mom was like similar to ron's dad but like my mom was also like since i always had a cut way she was like you don't you don't lash back at me i'm gonna, you ain't wrestling so i was like i had a cut way but like silently <laughs> yeah. so police, you know, Could
0: be at work and just here.
2: deal with it that was like the worst thing working at a restaurant and just,
0: <laughs> just <laughs>
5: and, eat, and, eat, <laughs> and, and your yeah. mom
0: can cook up I'm a
5: about store. to say man the hospitality room was on <laughs> yeah, no, was every year, up in there, yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, year. They I
4: remember that hospitality room story man that was, that was great yeah Michael's mom
0: with the brownies and then just mom, everybody coming through I think my mom made it good though because she would like show it and be like but
2: you can't eat it and I'd be like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like I learning.
0: treated you like a dog <laughs> <Almost, he almost laughs> I'm I mean, sorry
4: Rich that we weren't even allowed in there It was for the coaches only And yeah. then it was after we uh, beat Ada and uh, Chickasha In the tri-duel for the uh, Took Waffle for dual state I went in there Someone followed right after me And then like slowly Like you see like 30 restaurants Just storm into the room Storm half the I'm like well <laughs> Guess who it's ours now And then we just kept eating the food after that
0: So That's a cool tradition We kind of Keep yeah. on. We try to feed other coaches, and we've been feeding other teams there lately. Like, just our moms are good, hospitable moms. But like, yeah, <laughs> your mom it was funny though, Diego, because I I know that's how she is. Like, she didn't put up with that. She didn't want to hear it. It's the yeah. eyebrow look though. Yeah, you know yeah. i be like, come hey, on. Yeah.
2: I think I think the worst one was like when I was kind of either thirteen or twenty for either thirteen for it was Tulsa Nationals or twenty for regionals. Junior. She's like, you do anything? I swear, you're not wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anything wrong.
2: Like, you better be healthy. You better be doing it right. And I was like, mm-hmm.
0: That's good. I mean, moms need to hold their kids. And, like, sometimes I've had plenty of parents call and, like, hey, my kid ain't doing this. My kid ain't making this weight. And I was like, yeah, I respect that. But, like, here's, here's like, what's going to happen. like, they're going to have to wrestle onto the team. They're going to. Not make it. They're gonna be way undersized, and a lot of times, like I don't fight that when parents call, but like I'll ask them, be like, "Are you holding them accountable for doing everything right?" You know, eating. Like they just need to do things right. You you can't not eat and just try to suffer through it. You can't Mm -hmm. suffer through the weight cut anymore and be competitive, right, Tyler?
5: No more. I was the only person that could do that. (laughs) Yeah. Braxton, what's it like for you? You know, you got a little brother now. Like. What's it like for you watching a little brother come into it? Man, um, I just try to encourage
1: him a lot. Right. I don't try to, like, say, like, like, talk down to him or anything like that. Because if you talk down to a kid when he's wrestling, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not good uh, for anything like that. So I just kind of I try to pick him up and tell him to go to wrestling practice and stuff like that. Because most of the time he don't want to come. And I'm like, you got to go. And he's like, okay, fine. And he goes out here and he figures out he... Wants to wrestle.
0: His buddies are out here yeah, and stuff like are, that. Like that helps out a lot. And he's friends with my kid, and uh, I think that's great advice. Is like as an older sibling, like be encouraging. And your brother is a kid that kind of struggles with like confidence and stuff like that. As, yeah. a, as a younger kid, and like i we just always try to make him feel welcome. And you do a good job of that. And uh, I think like the funniest thing is like one time your mom just got him up one morning, signed him up for a tournament. And we had weighed in, like, the day before at practice and the home way in And it's, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, they're in the car, and they pull in the parking lot at Bridge Creek. And he's like, what are we doing here? Oh, we're wrestling today, son. Didn't even tell him. <laughs> Didn't even <laughs> tell him. <laughs> and, like, got him there, and he wrestled, did great. But, like, he don't want the nerves of being anxious, you yeah. know, the night before and stuff. And uh, – a lot of kids deal with that, like the anxiety of competition and competing, and uh, it's just that's one thing
1: I got. I, I overthink it a lot, and I give like kids too much respect than they should have, and instead of just going out there and let it fly. Yeah,
0: because like, yeah. you're a good wrestler. You're a great yeah. wrestler too, and like Casen's a good wrestler, and just I don't know. That's my job as a coach, and y'all's job as like older influences just to encourage kids and make them feel welcome and like let them know it's all right if you lose like you're gonna have setbacks like you're freaking eight years old that's fine mm-hmm. you know
5: i think uh you know as a parent your ultimate goal is to make sure your kids are better than you at whatever they do mm-hmm. right and i think as a as a older sibling you have the same ability to affect your younger siblings right because you, you've been through it you know you know right from wrong you know what i mean yeah. uh, so you have the ability to make him a lot better than you and i think it's that's a goal you should achieve for, and I've had a, that talk with a couple kids. You know, it is what it is. You know, they can be receptive to it or or not, but that's the reality of it. Yeah. That's a uh, that's
0: something like my brother. I got to value like not so much. We didn't compete together in high school. We were so we we're five years apart, and uh, but like once he got into college, you know, I was the first in my family to go to college and like be a part of that. So I kind of knew the ropes a little bit. So I was able to help him along with that and make his transition a little bit easier. You know, and uh, i don't know that was just my role as an older sibling and and then you know he got to win national championship you know earned a national championship by working his butt off and like i don't know i was happy as like an older brother to see him do that and achieve those things you know and hopefully i was able to make some sort of
5: impact like in that road so speaking of being a dad a while ago eventually one day y'all are gonna start populating this world right <laughs> so uh when y'all have kids and they get to that age what are y'all gonna think about them wrestling I want them to wrestle.
2: I I want them to wrestle, but I also want them to be able to be like, I want to go wrestle. I don't want to force it. Because if I feel like if I force it, it's going to be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this.
3: I'll let them pick the sport, but they got to do something. They're not just going to do nothing. I'll tell you
0: that. they had some ambition besides playstation (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna let that happen you know what i figured like at least i think is like the best way and like of course like i wanted my kids to wrestle and be involved in it but like and it's easier said than done for a lot of people fortunately i'm in the position but just like being a good example like i'm always here i'm always involved in it like i'm always around wrestling i try to act like a I do enjoy it, you know, and I enjoy the practices and Waylon sees that, Witten sees that, Woodson will see that, you know, and just if you're a good father and you're doing the right things, your kids look up to you and you think you're cool, you know, and I'm in here doing this. They think wrestling's cool. Their buddies think it's cool. You know, that's kind of the progression I feel like. Right. So like just being a good example and you don't have to be in here showing moves and running practice like me, you know, just uh, being involved, asking them, you know, like, Saying hey, I'll help you with this. Do with that. What can I help you with your nutrition? What can I do just to be an active like father, but not like overbearing? If you don't know anything about wrestling, you don't have to go learn wrestling. Like to teach it, you know. You can adapt and still be a good coach, you know, or a good father, or just a good mentor, and somebody that is a good example. That's how you get your kid to love wrestling. I feel like
6: definitely being with my dad while well, he coached a lot when we were younger like he had like his throwers he coached and we loved being with them and just just seeing his
0: throwers and hanging out with them and watching him teach because you thought them were the coolest kids ever and I your dad they were was the coolest dude and your dad <laughs> was investing all of his time in and on them kids so you must be like man these must be the coolest kids
6: yeah one of his favorite throwers was uh shane i can't remember his last name he brought us like these little easter gifts and like, <laughs> little, little little things when we were little man me and my little brother loved him that's awesome just, just watching him throw and he's getting the
0: shot but he's throwing it 55 feet and he's just launching it you know shout out to shane whoever you are yes. for being, he was, uh, he was for being a good example yeah. you know for being a good example and shane, just like man, encouraging kids awesome. and i think that's good like when him he saw how much your dad invested mm-hmm. so like he knew these are his kids are important this is how i invest back you know and all of you have shown that to me and my kids as well you know and coach Bean with his kids and coach Jackson his kids kids that have been good influences in your life and uh I think that's that's awesome Might michael have
4: something to say, I don't have something to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Michael uh, I'll, I'll say some stuff then like because your dad used to come in a lot and work with you and mm-hmm. Matthew like I'd say hey he'd ask to use a room and absolutely like talk about some of his experience and how like being able to roll around with your dad was cool
4: Oh, so, yeah, I mean, he also wrestled in high school, and he wasn't bad, um, but and he, like, it was cool because, like, when I was rolling with him, he'd show me, like, made different techniques, so, like, made, like, a double wrist lock or, like, made a different way to sit out or, like, how to move on bottom. That's, he kind of helped me learn how to move in a safe on bottom, bottom so that way I could work it to escape, um, so it was nice to learn that. And granted, you know, he was big, so it was kind of part of, like, throwing leg, like, do, like, leg work or, like, how to learn stuff like that, but it was good to have him there to teach me, like, hey, you want to try to do this or you want to look for this because this is where you get leverage from. And it was little technique stuff like that, that really helped me out.
0: You had to fold him up on Thanksgiving lately? No. <laughs> I'm right, just, just checking. That's cool, though, like, I'm just to have that experience and have an active father that was in here and just able to get on the mat and roll with you, you know. and Not overbearing, not ever in here at practice, like, screaming or telling me what to do or how yeah. to coach you, you know. Just uh, finding some extra time to work with your son. And, like, I re- respect a lot of people that want to do that. Like, I'm cool with that, man, as long as, like, I don't know, just as long as you're, like, staying within the boundaries and trying not to teach kids outside the frame of what we're trying to teach kids, you know. And normally that's not a lot because we teach a lot in here, you know. And when I say outside the frame, I don't want ever to get kids' mind outside the frame, like we're working in, the mindset that they're in. I
5: don't want kids to ever, like, look for cheap situations, you know. And there's a difference, too, But like, I've had situations in the past where, like, parents just didn't really understand what we was talking about. And that's different, you know, asking questions that way, you yeah. know, versus, no, nah, we need to do it this way. It's, like, oh, dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just, it's kind of to the point, like, and I, I'm receptive to everything, and I listen to everybody's opinion and stuff, and, like, to an extent, but, like, we found success in here and what we're doing, you know, why not, like, keep that going and, like because your kid's not having instant success, don't freak out, you know, because that's where I talk about, like, teaching kids outside the frame. Like, we don't want to just teach kids snakes and headlocks and, like, have instant success. We want to teach them that stuff and, like, teach them how to be dangerous and teach them how to defend that. But, like, in the end, if your kid doesn't know an outside single when they're in seventh grade but they're really good at a snake, like, man, we have a lot of work to still do. You know what I'm saying? Hey,
6: but snakes are still useful, though.
0: Very, very. Like, (laughs) and like, (laughs) as a coach, I've adapted and, like, My dad will will freaking lash me until the end just because like, he just, that's not what we want to teach kids right off the bat. But I do teach a lot of kids right off the bat just to feel that because they need to feel that when it happens to them. You know, they need to know how to defend that. And like, yeah, if you can have some instant success with it, cool. But you need to be smart enough to teach your kids. Be like, hey, you've got to be able to do something else. You know, this worked here. Won't work against everybody, you know. I do that with Waylon. Like, Waylon's had had good headlock growing up and stuff, you know, and really athletic and is comfortable going to his back and flipping people over and doing all that. But now, like, he's growing up a little bit. Got to wrestle a little more solid and have technique. And he's figuring that out, you know
5: a lot
4: of kids throwing headlocks on me because i learned how or my dad taught me how to do a headlock reverse from the standing position so i'd bait people into a headlock just so like reverse them Yes, yeah. like people would think oh i can just headlock people all right try it on me man now they're on their back I got, I got five points on them and
0: that's why i like you teach little kids like that so you can teach them how to defend it you know mm-hmm. because lots of people are just teaching hey go out there and headlock mm-hmm. this kid you know headlock him snake him that's all you got and i don't know it's good to be dangerous with those but yeah. We're trying to teach a lot of different stuff when it comes to
5: wrestling. That's one thing I did bad, uh, a bad job at when Dax was younger. He was the same way, just head wrestled, just like, It was like it's in his DNA. That was my biggest problem. I always went for that, you know what I mean? But the one thing I, I tried to tell – I just told Dax not to do it. I didn't explain to him why you shouldn't try to do that every time. You know what I mean? That's one thing that I didn't do a good job at. Went until Cody came on and kind of had that process of communicating a little bit. And I was like, right, yeah, I, I see. I got it, you know. Because like you said, man, it's good to be daily at that, you know. You never know, man. And, and that's something now, like, Dax is
0: fantastic at chunking people, throws great headlocks at any position in the right time. He's super dangerous with it, but can also wrestle his butt off, you know.
5: So we was at the Moore Holiday Classic. Dax is down by two, six-second left. He lat drops the kid, gets to two, and then gets back points and wins the match. You know, just one of them things. Good to have it in your pocket, you know. Good to always have it in your pocket. I don't know, Braxton, you kind of see that. You have
0: a lot of good big move stuff and freestyle and greco's helps you a lot with that but in the end like we're drilling outside singles and doubles and trying to get better like just talk about how like your progression of learning technique and getting better
1: when i was younger i used to always just go for the chicken wing like just a headlock every time but my dad finally explained to me that when you get to like the higher level that stuff's not gonna work you're gonna have to the basics is what's gonna work all the time like Outside singles, double legs.
0: Bar and a half. Bar
1: and a half. I mean, the basics is going to work. Once you perfect the basics, then again, you can start going to more high level stuff and then tilts. And then that's what I've been trying to work on lately is tilts a lot.
0: Because you're a good athlete, you know, and you've always been able to get away with stuff like that. Now, freshman wrestling, what are you, 14?
1: 15? 15,
0: mm, 15. 15 wrestling 18, 19 year old kids, you know? Sure. Like, that's, that's a difference. And it's a good, natural progression, I feel
5: like. For the alumni, right? And for Braxton now, we can talk about tears too, but like back in the day, right, what was your go-to move or set up during a match? I used to beat Fat Man Roll all day long. That was my <laughs> yeah.
6: I could not get off the bottom. I was a little chunky, you know. Could not get off a bottom, but I knew how to tuck that elbow and just roll them through. And it worked for a while until I got to high school, and then I realized, oh man, these dudes are just going to
0: pin me on my back. I remember we couldn't wait to get Rylan on saying. bottom. And All I, right, on him. bottom. He's about to roll his pull over. And, uh, they would stick it through, and they, they didn't think any better.
6: But think. it stopped working. I eventually had to learn to get up because I hated Ryder Weese with a passion. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that one, baby. And we and got I, that one. Embarrassed him. I heard, I heard he was depressed for days. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> have
0: legend has it. Legend.
5: Town. Still has <laughs> it. <is. laughs>
6: Went to his graduation, just shorts and like shorts and a sweatshirt, just all depressed <laughs> in the corner. Like
0: you right now. <laughs> uh, Tyler, what was your go-to move you had to get off of? Bars and
4: chicken wings.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it tilts. stayed basic. Yep. All
4: right, that's it. Michael, you, uh, I had you know, I had a good like. I'd grab a wrist and spread like double leg, and then the other was like a front headlock to a Cordon Nelson. I always would sprawl and just shove the head under, and Corey Nelson to their back. I was mine was a drag. It
2: was pretty mm. obvious. Yeah, Diego was good at the drag. Definitely. And then, like, if I was at bottom, just – I don't know how the explosiveness it is. It's just, like, no, it could just get yeah. me there. Jumping. Like,
5: Cody. Me,
0: me uh, on my feet, like, in high school, I was always going trying to shoot a fireman's, you know, shoot an inside shot, catch someone's arm, double in a fireman's. Like, that was kind of go-to. And then developed to my outside single, like, high crotch and stuff. But then on top, like, I was always – Just trying to ride a wrist, get to a tilt, but, like, was dangerous with, like, a quarter Nelson trying to tuck someone's head and just kind of even, like, your assassin type position now once you get that lock, you know, and just be able to work out of it. I thought that was good, and then just being able to stand up and switch on bottom I thought was a good, like, quality until it wasn't, you know, once people figure that out, but just getting getting to your feet from bottom was the goal, but, yeah. I didn't really have anything I was super, like, successful with at a young age except for, like, that quarter Nelson, which wasn't, like, a terrible, like, habit to be on. But, I mean, it didn't work on everybody, but I was able to pin some good kids with it, too.
5: Yeah. Mine my, my was, my was always basic, you know what I mean? It was Smokestack, man. That was my move, man. I, just, I don't know. I was just hung up on it. man. A what? Like, stack? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I was just hung up on it. Man. A kid taught me that, an older kid when I was little. I was like, oh, that's how you do that? And that, that's every time. There was no plan, no rhyme, no reason. That's what I was doing. So by the time I got older, man, everybody knew it was coming. So it was a struggle, you know? And then with, with you, man. I. Okay. Fat Man Rope, man. Cradle. I'd be scrambling around. I could hit it from anywhere, it felt like. Yeah. And there's always a scramble. I couldn't start with it, but I started scrambling as soon as I'd reach. And I would I'd hook them up, man. We used to call that the Wells tail. <laughs> <laughs> for real, tail.
0: Good. I don't know. Because you weight hook you that arm and yeah. you flip them down and their feet flip over like a whale. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, the cross face cradle. Yeah, Riley, oh, yes. I've seen you cross face some giant people. Because yeah, yeah,
6: I, I don't know, heavyweights are not made to bend that way. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you made
0: way. a lot of people bend like that. And I would like to get a. I wish you could see like their insides when you crunch them together. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs>
6: I felt their spine start to go the other way, and like they would give
0: out. They would they would have to bend because they were about to break. Yeah, that was their liver, like deep <laughs> <connection>. their <laughs> kidneys yeah. are all split. What about Jace? Banana splitting that kid. There? Oh. Yeah, Jace put a kid in banana split. No way. Like in an actual like match. Yeah, two hundred eighty-five pound kid. Oh, yeah, heavyweight. Anyway, yeah. You got a video? I mean, somewhere, yeah. Yeah,
5: we recorded. It. Oh, he gave us a little yeah.
0: smile as he did, it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those things where grin. he just kind of fell in that position too. I yeah. was like, "All right, he's going to do this." And sure he you know. tried
6: to one time a couple of days ago, or not, yeah, this week. He put me. He got he got the leg locked up, and he I looked down. He has that grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know that grin. And yes. I went, "Nope, that's not happening." Lift him back down.
0: Thank you for not letting him do that to you. Oh, man. Is that why you was he talking about it the other talking. day? Yes. Because <laughs> not so much Jays, uh, just other kids in here that I think get hung up on like mm-hmm. going to stuff like that because you can just get there and hang and like be comfortable. But, Jack and like, Gabe are that way. Yeah. yeah. I wrestled Gabe today and
3: instantly, as soon as he got, he got not even a close behind me, he was already trying to throw his legs in from the
0: front. I was like, yeah, bro, that's not how this
3: works. I <laughs> so think you can't do it like that.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, several kids that were just trying to break a bad habits and say, hey, stay on that bar and a half, or if you're going to put your legs in, like work to get the other one in and rip their arm off.
2: I think Gabe is learning from Jack. Jack has always been like decently with it.
4: He's learned little, but little. And you can't learn from Jack. Leg is one of those things where you have to have good hips. If either you got good hips or you don't. If you don't have good hips, you should not be throwing in legs because mm-hmm. that's so easy to get reversed if you just let your hips sack at least a little bit. And
3: you gotta be mean to throw legs in. Yeah. Everyone I've ever yeah. seen be successful at it was mean. Like Isaac. He's yeah. a jerk. Yeah, they were a jerk
0: with it. Yeah. Hobie from Chickasha. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just like once just people get a like I said today, either you're gonna get beat up or you beat them up before they get a man. You
6: know? Because they're, th- they're trying to hurt you. If they're putting legs
5: in, they're trying to hurt you. Especially
0: if they put double so that should be There's no moves that you can go out of it. That yeah, is. Power it feels going rip your arm off. Man,
5: I've had that happen before. I was like, shit. Man, that hurt. <laughs> I don't know, man, this is different, different styles, you know, different builds, I guess, you know, you said something about Isaac Boyle ago, Isaac Garrett, man, he won a state championship with a, and a hat, right? Yep, man, just dragged him, him over. Yeah. I, I remember watching, uh, he, 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 he was mean,
0: though.
3: Yeah. The, one of the meanest person I've ever seen. It was mean to me when I was in eighth grade.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. so I came
6: in here. He, he's a senior. You know, his arms were so long they wrapped three times around mine like ropes. I thought he had like tentacle <laughs> arms. Yeah. He went like this and just poof, spread me out. I felt flat. Just and cranked a double uh, like a power half with double legs in on a seventh grader. <laughs> sure. And he
3: was gonna take it to your shoulder. Yeah. yeah, off where yeah. He was
0: trying to break me. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I took it back. To, to him, be though. fair, you were two hundred pounds. It like, <laughs> wasn't like we were an eighth grade, hundred pound kid like, I was a little fluffy though. You weren't a full grown strong man yet. Mm-hmm.
3: But. We weren't like me in seventh grade. I was like eighty pounds in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him and Alton, they held
0: nothing back, man. No, no. would just double leg me till I fell over. I like Alvin, man. Yeah, I can get him on here sometime. Yeah, man. <laughs> talk about good. the old days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he could talk. He could talk on this for sure. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a good one. And he was he was like one of the first kids that I had that I really like coached back through the backside of the state tournament, come back and get third place and I was like, Man, the first time I was like, We shouldn't be here in the third and first first fourth place match, like we gutted out a win and got in there and then once we got there we won the third place match and I was like, Oh boy and then we came back and got third again the next year and we meant we were meant to be there the next year
5: once that happened. Was it him or Hit that messed up the stay and try to put the leg in or something? Freshman here. Let's talk about that. <laughs> 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 oh,
6: <laughs> that was the Oklahoma leg. Southeast dude. He had a ponytail. I kind I, of... Oh, don't admit that. I disrespect <laughs> him, <man. laughs> What's wrong with a ponytail, Yeah, bro? Tyler's sitting here with a ponytail right
3: now.
2: <laughs> no, he had a no
0: red, but
1: it wasn't
3: a cool uh,
2: ponytail. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: he had like shaved head
6: with
2: like a dyed oh, red ponytail.
6: Yeah. He, oh, man, yeah. I should not have lost. So he
2: put legs in. I was like, I like this dude.
6: And then I put legs in and he rolled me through. Got stuck. It's always when you underestimate the people. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know who won it that year? Ryder Weiss. And who got second? Cushion Kid. The one yeah. I pinned in 20 seconds. Yeah. I was so mad.
0: Didn't that you was, have one of the fastest? Like That was really crazy, too, because like that year you upset the number one seed I from Tuttle won. at regionals. I oh, remember. And once you like qualified, I, I remember at the state tournament, I was like, holy crap, Ryland could win this as a freshman. Like You really were in that could've. position. And... Uh, just mistake you learned from, and then like sophomore year got beat in the semis by quality competition, you know, and uh then junior and senior year just dominated everybody, avenged. A sophomore year
6: was at least again.
0: Yeah. Just avenged yeah. a lot of those losses, you know, and
6: uh though I do remember sophomore year, whenever we went against Tuttle at the regionals. Yeah. Graham from Tuttle, you said, No more you can't do underhooks. No underhooks, no no upper body. You gotta shoot on him. I said, Okay. And I lost by, like, two points. He, we went to state. I got the same guy. You said, you know what? Whatever. went and destroyed him. Exactly.
3: <laughs> I, I would just hug that. people. <laughs> <He> would <laughs> just hug people very tightly. Yeah, like, you, said we, I, you said, <laughs> whatever you want to do,
0: let it fly. I don't yeah. care. That's what I said every time. No, no, no. <laughs> the
3: first time at
6: regionals, you said, no, hey, you cannot do underhooks. Oh, because didn't he throw
0: you in the title duel? No, I still pinned him. No, he, but didn't he throw you to your did. back? He yeah. did throw me, but me I still Me and Rylan were the only him. ones that won that day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was a sad day. he threw you to your week. back, though, because you threw an underhook right off the uh-huh. bat. I do remember that, but yeah. I don't remember that other part. <laughs> but, yeah, you said, hey, no underhooks this match.
6: I said, oh. okay, coach. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you were like, no, no, no. Wait, whatever on this one.
5: Go for it. It's told you. destroy him. Y'all talked angry. about a little bit earlier about, you know, coming back here and giving back to the kids, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but what's something y'all would have did different if you had to do it all over again when it comes to wrestling?
3: Be more disciplined. Yeah. Do pretty. do wrestling outside of wrestling. Yeah. I only wrestled when we had practice, when we had to come in here. Mm. I never wrestled outside of that. I wasn't working out of my house, running miles per day, what state champions need to do. Well, I would have ran, would have lifted
6: more, played less video games.
3: Yeah. Didn't go out and mm-hmm. party or do none of that as much. Keep my body healthy, eat good food, and eat the right way. That's what I would do.
6: Just more work. I would have done more work easily. More lifting. I could have been
0: so much stronger. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible to think about, but <laughs> stronger. Yeah, you, stronger. So you didn't <laughs> need to be straight straight no straight straight more strong. You need
3: to be more ag- like That's faster. Agile. Well, I could have been lighter too, man. I was kind of fat. You <laughs> didn't look very light when that Vernon dude double legged you right into a cement wall. Oh, dude, my dad was talking about that a couple of days earlier. Yeah, me and him talked about that not
6: too long ago either. He um, goes, Yeah, you could have just lost your vision. For, like, <laughs> yeah, that would yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> And you know what? Um, there was a referee that moved out. <laughs> of the- yeah. Dale Camp. Was, Dale Camp, yeah, Dale camp yeah. he saw
6: me come and went, Nope. <laughs> right right to to the the Scooted scoot right out of the way. <laughs> about lost my back of my skull. <laughs> I forgot about
0: that. I did forget about that.
6: But.
3: Dude, he picked me up and drove me about 10 feet off the mat. Dell can't play. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> it was funny because I didn't even see it. And then someone was like, Dude, someone's picking Rylan up. I turn around, and he's getting slammed into the wall. I was like, Jesus,
0: bro. Tyler's just sitting there, and he felt a, a force in the earth. To move, oh,
3: Mr. Rylan's yeah, That's when Alton
0: threw that one kid oh. for five. Oh. oh. I literally, like, felt the mat move on him. <laughs> is
4: that, like, the Greco, like, resell tournament? Yeah. yeah, somewhere up yeah. in Punka
0: yeah. City. Putnam City. Putnam City, or or Putnam City. City yeah. yeah I remember crazy. that. He took a kid over belly to To back. belly, yeah. Belly to belly, actually, and... Yeah, the Richter the, scale moved. The earth tilted off its
3: scale a little <laughs> they bit. They both look scared too. Like you see Alan's face when he's going, there, he's like, I'm <laughs> looking around. Like but I don't think this this amount of weight is supposed to move <laughs> yeah, in no. nature.
0: They were in too deep at that point.
3: <laughs> that was like 600 pounds in the air at one time.
0: Oh, man. Diego? I think
3: I think it's just like what they said.
2: It's just like push, yeah, push myself more. I myself to work harder, man. Because I feel like junior year, I've disappointed myself. Senior year, I made it. One pigtails, but then it just it just went downhill from there. But I don't know. I feel like junior year if I would have like made some changes, probably made my diet a little bit better. Possibly could have qualified, been a two time qualifier, not a one time. So I was like
3: I could have got second I stayed my junior year. Thirty seconds left, coach was like, Don't tie up, I go tie up, get down in a headlock, lose. Wish I two points.
6: accidentally broke Weiss's nose <laughs> 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 Dude, Like like a mean head pop up or something like, Oh, my bad man. Then double legged him. I think so. he was the one that
3: always whined, right? About yeah. his shoulder
6: when you cranked him. Oh, on. dude, I cranked a power half a dual state on him and I had him almost over, almost
0: past 90. Dude, I was about to screech.
6: destroy him. He <laughs> went, anyway, ah, <and> he screamed <laughs> yeah. like a girl. We
0: lost, <laughs> the dual, cat, right? we lost the dual 36 to 36. Uh huh. One point,
6: he beat me with one point. It was every time he went one point. Yeah. I hated the way he wrestled. It wasn't honorable for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know like like when you beat somebody you want to destroy them you know same how I want to pin him Nate said against that dude in Marlowe I guess or Altus Altus, Altus. he was he, he was like he was like he wants to beat me he just wants to run away from me all the whole time That's, That's not I'm even saying.
0: a win and i was like he did beat you though <laughs> he, he blames that one on you still, though. Man, he can blame that all he wants. I said, Proud him. Crowd, crowd. him. Yeah. Not cut him. Not uh, cut him. We were talking about that like two weeks ago. I said, he was like, that Coach Rouse
3: lost that match. <laughs> <him>. I will <laughs> say, you, <laughs> should,
4: you should always know what the score of your own match is. Yeah. 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 I agree. You to know that. Like, I agree. If you're looking at the clock, you should at least see the score, too. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I said, Crowd him. The score was tied
0: cuts with him. like 10 seconds left, and he he cuts him and loses by a point. And, but I will give it to Nathan. I've never heard you say "crowd him." Besides that one time, ever, yeah. I've been saying that since I was two. So <laughs> that's my first
4: word I heard. Crowd it, him, crowd him. Crowd, him. <laughs> crowd him, out of the womb. Uh,
0: yeah, just that's miscommunication,
4: I guess. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching that came off the match. You could tell he was scared. I was like, man, I'm so glad I won this match. As you ran off the match, because like he was like, I should have won that. It Who happens. was the heavyweight that tried to fight you? Didn't he try to? The-
0: uh, he said something slick to me afterwards. Yeah, but uh, was I there?
3: Yeah.
0: I don't remember who was supposed to wrestle him. But yeah, he said something
3: slick. To I him. mean, it was funny, but it wasn't funny because he came into the locker room, like, kicking a trash can over. Yeah. Was it I was Marlo? Like, okay, okay, yeah. Marlo? That no, no, was Altus. That was Altus. 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 Yeah. yeah. It was when we went to Altus. Yeah. No, they had, they, had a, they had a fluffy. Yeah, but
2: he
0: still talked trash. It was somebody. I don't remember who it, it was. It was, was the one who
4: uh, beat Isaiah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, Yeah, anyway. a
4: bald some, white dude, pretty something much. It's always Altus. It's like some weird thing going on yeah we
0: went there and our scale was heavy this year <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah extremely
1: oh i <laughs> think mccarthy do y'all bring a I weight check the
0: car say the same thing That no, i was like a pound like... and
1: a half under when i left and when i got
4: there i was like flat that doesn't surprise me i heard some kids from mccarthy saying like it was like a big duel for them and like they had the same problem like a whole bunch of mccarthy kids were overweight for the duel because like their scales were heavy so it doesn't surprise me that about Man, that's why
3: you always gotta get underweight preach tyler
6: Preach. Always. Priest. Coach, unhonorable wins. I feel like I wrestled honorable. If I was going to beat somebody, I was going to
0: beat them. You know? We didn't run from anybody. How? I, I did not run. Really. We didn't That's run true. from anybody. We were going to. I didn't gonna... wrestle like a coward.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, some some lantern coaches agree. would go and have them move the bracket around so their kid would
0: no, f- I advance it. more. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I will agree, Ryland. You would wrestle anybody, anytime, anywhere. And uh, and I was aiming for a pin, nothing else. <laughs> yeah, 31-0 <laughs> yeah, and 0, your senior year, 30 pins.
6: I had 27 under a minute.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wasn't your state tournament like
3: you had the less time on the mat yeah. than anyone else?
6: Pretty yeah. much. Except for my, my last match, I went six minutes. Me Long and Koita. he's just too he's too dense, little dude. I was like, <laughs> working on, everything. Shame on you for not <laughs> pinning everybody. <laughs> you know, so so cool yeah, okay. 30 pins. Two one was a forfeit, one was Koita. Yeah, I wish I could
5: have won 31-0. 32-0. So uh getting back into it here, Coach Raoul, when he got here, he started doing the freestyle mm-hmm. in Greco. Y'all was kinda at the beginnings of that, right, Coach? Yeah. So yeah. what? how did that improve your wrestling game?
3: Hips so much. Hips, just, Hips and yeah. mat on that – wrestling on the outside of the mat. Yeah. Balance. Not giving up any space. Because if you, you give up space in freestyle in Greco, okay. you're going to lose. Yeah. 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 And you can't you can't rest in Greco either. You can rest a little bit in collegiate in certain positions. Greco or freestyle, you can.
0: Yeah, because yeah. y'all are all kids. I hold around to freestyle tournaments yeah. every single springtime, yeah. like long ways away yeah. and, and just – Went everywhere with me, and uh, when you're in those freestyle and Greco tournaments, you're not wrestling any like slap competition. Really, it's the dudes yeah, that are in only there. the people who you wrestle state champions, state placers every single match, and you take a lot of beatdowns in that process. But like, we also gave a lot and beat some good level kids. And Diego competed during the summer and all that, and like it was just. Uh, I
2: think it teaches you really well because I remember seventh grade year I was like horrible, horrible collegiate, and then the freestyle and Greco, won some matches, and started like gaining that confidence and being like, okay. Mm-hmm. I can I can wrestle. Like there's just different ways I have to learn teach myself a little bit more, but I think freestyle greco is amazing because it's what at the end of the day what you what, if you yeah. want to do national yeah. national stuff, you want to do group, like Olympic stuff like
3: that's what we have. And it humbles you. You can yeah. get teched in 3 seconds. Oh, very quickly. My <laughs> two matches in
6: a row against Harley Andrews, favorite matches to this day. Mine too, probably with you oh, too, man. man. Like went to war with that dude. dude. We both throwing up in between <laughs>
3: <'Cause>, <laughs> is. because we were the. Was oh, that the tall, the- like ripped,
0: dude? Like, yeah. Yes,
6: he looked like he was genetically modified. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> wrestling like was he was Nebraska made for now. wrestling. Like
0: he was solid, man. He's he,
6: crazy good. Yeah, like Look, dude. Beat Isaiah Wolf in the finals one year. Oh, uh, remember how he pinned him? He had both arms behind the back, smiling for the camera. Yeah, just sitting there like it was this. Bad,
2: yeah,
0: he got after him. He's good, man, and uh, oh man, just. Watching y'all compete was awesome. Like, I won't trade any of that for the world. Like, them tournaments for long nights. Like, we were gone a yeah. lot. And Diego's mama making me breakfast burritos every morning to get me on the road. But like, yeah, some chorizo. It, right. it was
3: cool. Chorizo yeah. or chicken.
0: That's right. You you want want yeah. There's
3: those chorizo and eggs and <laughs> like, Damn, in, the, in the school van. Whole bag pulls into the window,
0: throws <laughs> 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 in back there. All right, Dude, there's only the one, one little circle because <laughs> he didn't get there early
6: enough to warm it up. You know, he's
2: like,
0: yeah. And we would make it. Yeah.
2: I think the only one that was like scared was going up to cushion.
0: When you yeah. dislocated your elbow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- he had to ride back home in that van. I was like, <laughs> like, oh. <I'm> <laughs> I was like, what is my mom going to do to me? I was like, kids are <laughs> stopping. They're like hungry, wanting to stop at stores. And Diego's sitting there like this, <laughs> his arms all dislocated. <laughs> I bring him home to mama with his arm
2: dislocated. She I was she, like, she, you know, she, was, she wasn't awake, so she was like, huh? She's
1: just looking like, I was afraid for my life though. My man was. Well.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Braxton, what's your thoughts on freestyle and Greco right now?
1: Man, yeah, uh, it just teaches me how to move a lot. Like in certain positions, it helps me out. Like throwing stuff. Mm.
2: I think it teaches ties really well because it's like you can't just hang on. Because if not, you can get thrown. Mm-hmm. You can put it on your head. It teaches you how to be comfortable in like certain positions, especially like Greco. In freestyle, it just teaches you like hips. You gotta have hips. good hips, you gotta be able to make, always moving. Because if not, if you're flat-footed, they're going to take you down, leg-lace you,
3: you're done. Yeah, it helps you not to get on your back either. Like, one yeah. of my first years doing freestyle and Greco, the next year in collegiate, I didn't get on my back as much. I didn't get in any of those scrambles as much.
0: Did you learn positioning. Like, yeah. Exposure is a lot different than counting airfall points, you yeah. know. So, like, even exposing your back is deadly in freestyle and Greco. So, yeah, you're furthest possible away from it in collegiate now and like you're trying not to even give up exposure in, in uh, collegiate which will translate to not giving up any near fall points i
2: think it'd also be good for like these <coughs> kids if like they start going to college because now it's like the danger count yeah but, like, if you start they'll start counting off and they'll start getting a little bad points so it's like don't get on your back
4: different
0: ways to score
4: for me, it was just being comfortable, in, like just in a body look like or, or under underhooks, because like I, I went through a whole year just seeing toss my head every day in practice, and you know I could, I could let my back be fine, <laughs> but like all I knew was like if I get, if I like, hooks with me, I'm being tossed my head. That's all I knew. Yeah. So like in freestyle, it, it helped me learn how to find that position, be comfortable, because like if I were on the match that in collegiate, I'd panic and like try to get out. Which I mean, I didn't know any better, so I was like trying to get away. But now I can actually hang on the underhook and work that position, and at least work out safely, or start working shots in from there. So I that's thought, something that freestyle really helped
6: me. Yeah. I feel like underhooks and overhooks are huge in heavyweights yeah. and if you're not comfortable with your hips in that position, you know, you're just going to get thrown every time. Yeah. But like yeah. The, the difference from from not having it to having it, it's just huge. It's
0: mm-hmm. like a lot of kids, we just say, now you're comfortable. We wrestle Greco yeah. practices where we're in here for an hour and a half just working Greco. Don't shy away from those body locks. Right. We're comfortable there. Like score some points off of that.
5: can bread and butter. Some of the younger kids they come like they're hesitant, like in folk style. You know what I mean? I feel like the freestyle and Greco aspect, uh, especially freestyle, you know, take them down, you don't do nothing, you gotta restart on your feet. You know, I think that helped them a lot with their hesitation. They're constantly trying to attack on their feet, you know. Instead so of hesitating, some kids just get out there and they lock up, you know, oh crap, what am I supposed to do? You know. Yeah. If you do that, I mean you've already you're behind, you know. Yeah. Was uh remember when the Marines come in that time and did the uh, demonstration? What's that? The Marines, they come in here. Yeah. To the, the, the Was that Ryland? Yeah. That dude threw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the
6: game was, you had to stay inside the middle circle, and we both started with an over under. Right. And that dude, he he weighed like forty pounds less than I did. He was like two forty. I was like two eighty. I still, I felt like I could not move him at all. He was just like a brick, like. Grown man's Just grown man like, strength.
0: Greco world team or something. Yeah, dude,
6: like, I, I got yeah. him to take one step backwards and he, he like I saw it in his eyes his eyes changed. He's like, oh, now it's hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Not a game. No <laughs> and then that dude started just, just walking me back and then went. Phew. As soon as I start pushing a little too much, sent me. Mm, this not a right.
3: game anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw a change in his eyes
6: because he was like, oh, this is fun. He's younger than me. And then went, mm-mm, I don't care anymore.
0: <laughs> it's like Coach Ryle and Jason the other day. You gotta take it another level sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, man, or you get hurt. And like, that's with Rylan, every time. Like
5: you, you start with a flying knee to the chest. Never, never. <laughs> never, never, never. Uh, sometimes you gotta set the tone with them big dudes. <laughs> well, Cody, I mean, we've been going for a little over an hour. It's about that time
0: for final words. Braxton, I just want to know, like, what your season goals are for yourself, your season goals for your team, and then uh, just someone you're excited to watch wrestle this year.
1: Uh, so my season goals, definitely to win Gary or even place at like Gary and to possibly win a state championship. And team goals, obviously, you know, win state, little dual state. But I want to beat some, like, the number one teams, like, in 3A and 4A. Like, that would be really fun. Just, like, as a team goal. And someone I'm excited to wrestle, everyone knows, it's Hunter. Hunter's as who I'm really excited to wrestle. I mean, Ritson, Rice, Talon, all of them, I'm just ready to see him and everything.
0: Awesome. And then, boys, just uh, talk individually just about, like, what you – just for y'all, like, about, like, what you value from this program and, like, what you uh, – what you're proud of and like what you like seeing and what you would like to see going forward with this program. And then just anything cool y'all got going on in your life you want to talk about, you're more than welcome to, Diego. I think it's like
2: value from this program is just like how we can all be separated and like we all come from different backgrounds, but like we're a unit. Like we all go out there, we go scrap. I think we really showed it my senior year that we can actually compete with like, especially those top teams other than like michael's year and everything with jacob Butler, but like i feel like people for like nowhere knows where they're at some people like it's freshmen like you got young kids that don't know what they're doing and they go out there and they compete and they win and we really showed that my, my senior year and i think we can just continue that just like progressing those kids showing them like it don't matter how old you are it don't matter how big you are you can go out there and you can win or you can lose and you, know, you better fight it though
0: anything cool you got going on in your life what are you doing right now Talk uh, about
2: it. Right now, of course, in the National Guard, I'm a combat medic. i going to SWASU and trying to go through OCS, which is Officer Candidate Program, become commissioned as an officer in the National Guard.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, I'm very, very proud of you, man. Rylan? I really
6: like the tradition of just this, this room. There's no dumb conflicts or, you know, stupidness happening. There's an expectation that's set, and it's just kept, it's been kept for a long time. I appreciate that. Talk and, about what you have going on in your life right now. What are you doing? Uh, just college. I could tell you a lot of big words. Uh, <laughs> I was real happy. Last semester, I got done with a, a film reflexivity paper over Gene Baudrillard's uh, Simulation and Simulacra, and I analyzed Fight Club, Inception, and The Truman Show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the you faces
6: I was real proud of the essay. That's all I'm gonna say. What are you going to college for again? Mechanical engineering technology. It has nothing to do with it. Don't <laughs> worry. it. It was a it was a gen ed. I needed to get out of the way, but I enjoyed doing you it. You still competing in any way? Lifting, jiu jitsu. Oh, what are you doing? What lift you doing? every day. Uh, sometimes I got some friends that I met up there. Go scrap with them, but I end up being way better than everyone I've met.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just said, you it's
0: that, know, two time run isn't. Nah, that's awesome, dude. I'm like proud. Like you're doing great things, and yeah. you're a smart, successful kid, man. Tyler, what do you got going on, bro? Nothing.
3: I like to travel. That's it. I work for four to five months, and then I go to Florida, New York, other states, stay for a month or so, come back. And I want to get into a gym, but gyms are harder to get into around in Oklahoma because
0: there is no good ones. (laughs) Well, this is always your gym. And I'm glad you're in here. And dude, you're getting to live like a cool, cool life. Like you work, you came out and did some work for me the other day. And like I know you work hard in your family business. And uh Y'all are just good, like solid people that put back into the community and now you are young, you don't have any kids, don't have like any commitment. You can go and travel and experience things like that. And then a lot of people look at that and they're like, Man, what's that kid doing? Like, you're doing what a kid's supposed to be doing, in my opinion, you know? And like, if you don't have any commitments and you're trying to figure out life and you're doing things right, like that's what I'm proud of, man. Like I'm proud of And success looks so different for so many kids sitting at this table, you know, National Guard, mechanical engineering, working and loving life. And then, uh, I mean, Michael, we'll get to you in a second, but, like, what do you value from the program, Tyler?
3: The hard work and dedication. Because hard work always beats talent when talent don't work hard, no matter who you are. And I like seeing the younger kids get in here and be dedicated. Like Bryce, even after practice, he'll go to those dummies, work on his hands, work on his footwork and jace and ritson stayed the first day afterwards and was doing something over there i didn't know what they were doing but they stayed after in like, like he like he went up there to the gym afterwards was lifting weights afterwards without no
0: coach around you you're doing it by yourself which is nice that like alone like as you get older and like me, you value like you, you see a younger generation doing that you're like man
4: these kids are gonna be all right like the yeah. world's all right <laughs> Michael, what do you value, and then what are you doing, brother? As far as value, it's just like the mindset I got, like leaving wrestling because it's like you know I went through three, like, at least with you, three years of just like absolute hell, just like getting beat down every day. <laughs> <laughs> but also flying back, you know. So it's like once I got left the wrestling, room, it's like well, I can face whatever right the heck's in front of me. Like hey, there's a way I can get through this. So like it, it, was a, it's something to have a good mindset throughout the rest of life, especially when you have like late night papers or you're having like a, mm. yeah like a, critical thing happening or. Some crisis that comes up pops in front of you. Doesn't matter what it is. It's like yeah, I can still get through this. I I I can get through this. So it's a great mindset I left with wrestling. So what are you doing right now, Michael? Right now I'm flying instructor for OU. uh, Just building hours, teaching the other kids how to fly aircraft, and then eventually I'll move on to like the regional airlines, and then eventually hopefully like the majors, like American Airlines or Southwest. So yeah. you
6: fly for the wind?
4: Yeah, <laughs> fly sector. Yeah, fly
0: for the uh, Belgian Isles. I've always told Michael, even when he was in high school, I know he wanted to be like a, a pilot. And said, man, you can come fly us one day. <laughs> uh, hey, you got a
6: 100K worth laying around?
0: A what? A little 100K? <laughs> Buy a little Cessna? Yeah, whatever it By takes. a little Cessna. <laughs> whatever it <laughs> takes. Uh, yeah, any donors out there want to hear that, we, we could use one. I'm trying to let Michael put us to work. But fly to Fargo. I don't know, man. I'm oh, super God. proud of. Like He's, he's a great great kid great member like one of the first kids i got to see just like graduate and graduate college and like build a career and just be good human you know and someone i don't ever i don't know with all you kids like i don't ever feel uncomfortable letting y'all back in around because i know your intentions are good because you've been raised by goodness around here and not saying like that's not me totally that's like coach bean that's all the other coaches that's your parents that's uh just like all y'all's nature, so very, very proud of it. Amen.